Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. It is time for kickoff. This is the craziest Wednesday in sports because Chicago, they are imploding before our very own eyes. After two games, their defensive coordinator literally just stepped down. And then earlier today, star quarterback Justin Fields, he had to get some things off his chest. And boy, did he. Take a listen. You know, I wasn't necessarily playing my game. Uh, felt like I was kind of robotic and, you know, not just, not, not, not playing like myself. So, um, you know. Um, my goal this week is just to, you know, say effort and just go out there and you know, play football how I know how to play football. And um, that's not, uh, that includes uh, thinking less and just going out there and, you know, uh, playing off of instincts rather than just, of, you know, so much, so to say, info in my head, data in my head, and literally just going out there playing football. But I just think when, you know, you're fed a lot of information um, at a point in time and, trying to think about that info like when you're playing it's like it doesn't let you play like yourself well things got even more dramatic because moments later in the locker room justin fields realized that didn't sound great i'm not blaming anyone on the coach anything on the coaches i'm never going to blame anything on the coaches never going to blame anything on my teammates i will take everything whatever happens in a game i will take the blame i don't care if it's a drop pass it should have been a pass Put it on me. Shady, this is crazy, Joy. This is wild. James Jones, though, yeah. what is your instant reaction? Well, my instant reaction is that should have been the take from the very first get-go. When you stood up there in front of all the media on the podium, that's what you should have said. Everybody knows, uh, me and Shady don't argue, but we debate a lot. And I usually ride with Justin Fields, and he, and he gets me like, bro, what you doing? You know, so I'm, I'm one of the biggest Justin, Justin Fields fans out there. But at the same time, we watching the tape with our own two eyes, and we see what's going on. So there's no need for you to get up there trying to, trying to blame this on the coaches and, you know, say you think they got you thinking too much and all. Just go up there, like you just said right now, put the blame on me. Go up there, accept it, and go out there and get better. So for me, I wish he would have watched all that stuff previous and started with this. I, I can't help but feel bad for Justin Fields. Mm. I got to be honest. I got to be authentic. I got to keep it real, Shady. I know I'm not supposed to do that, but I do. I feel bad for Justin Fields. I don't know what it is. I see a young player who's obviously extremely frustrated. He's hearing what we're all saying about him. He's seeing the losses. He's feeling the losses. He's hearing the, the reaction in, in Chicago. He knows the expectations that he had coming into the season, and, and it's got to be tough. And he's not used to losing. He was 20-2 and two at Ohio State. He's not used to losing. He's, that's, that's a big transition to make, to go from being at the, at the top of a sport to, to the next level and being at the bottom. So 
they didn't set him up for success early. They're trying to lean into it now. And I think he's just frustrated and he had a, he had a young person moment. You feel bad for him? I do, Shady. I got to keep it real. Wow. I do. Okay, well, cool. Um, <laughs> hearing him talk and reading the things he said, accountability. You got to stand, you got to stand for something and, and, and take the blame. You, you haven't played well. You're five and 22 as a starter. You can blame the coaches. You can blame this guy, the trainers, guys drop passes. It's you. I haven't seen no, this is the third year. I haven't seen no development. He looks the same. We add more pieces. We give you some linemen. We give you a number one receiver in DJ Moore, uh, Moore who's a hell of a player. You got that. And it's the same results. So when I look at this, and I think of, man, this kid came from Ohio State, like you say, he's 21 and 2. 22. I've never seen a bad quarterback in college at Ohio State. I've never seen it. We need to, we need to start updating our data. You just told me that. <laughs> yeah. And no more, don't go get no more quarterbacks from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they're putting out there number-wise. I hope C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud balls out. I met the kid. I like him a lot. He has a lot of potential, right? But just going for the facts and the stats, quarterbacks from Ohio State, they can't play in the NFL. They, they do great in college. They get to the league, and I don't see it. don't transcend. So I'll say this. Instead of making excuses and everybody feeling bad for you, go out there and, and take the blame, right, and, and, and do better. It started to remind me of Ben Simmons. Mm. In Philadelphia, I watched it so closely where he was a really good player. He didn't have this issue. He was a good player. He couldn't shoot, never could shoot, but he was a good player. Found a way to, to get things done. And now, once he started playing bad and everybody was talking about it, when the media, players, talk shows, he couldn't take it. And he started blaming people. Well, I didn't shoot the ball, but I did play good defense. You didn't play well. And if you, if you don't fix this, see, if he doesn't fix this, this will be an issue over and over again, and they will get a new quarterback. Shady, I want to supplement your point because you mentioned this a while ago, and I wanted to extrapolate the data on it. Ohio State quarterbacks, if you look at them when they get to the NFL, yeah. like if you look at the last 10, 15 years, their collective record is an 18 and 47. Are you serious? 18 and 47. If you look at Ohio State quarterbacks collective record, if you look at the touchdown interception radio of Ohio State quarterbacks, it is 60 and 62, 60 to 62 and 18 to 47. So, Shady, you hit the nail on the head in regards to the, the Ohio State quarterbacks inability to translate to the pros. Bringing us back on camera, though, what I think about Justin Fields comments. I appreciate the explanation. In large part, I'm with Joy. In large part, like, I do feel bad for him. But I appreciate the explanation, James, because, America, let's just put some things in context. Justin Fields is saying his coaches are giving him too much information. If you wear the green dot on the back of your helmet, that means that you have the mic. That means that your coaches on the sideline, they can say, hey, James Jones, I need you to run this, need you to run that. I wore the green dot on my helmet, middle linebacker. Your coach can give you an excessive amount of information. A coach, for example, can say, hey, Acho, we want you to run Ogre Pack Trio. If the offense comes out in a YY front, make sure you boost the front. If they're in slot backside, make sure you widen out because they'll throw a backside slant. But it's third and 10, so be mindful of the safety. Make sure he spins down. Wait, what? That's a lot of information to digest if you aren't comfortable, then you're thinking about, okay, wait, if they come out in this, I got to do that. If they come out in this, I got to do that. If they come out in this, I got to do that. But if you just know what's going on, you can just pick the information that you need. I don't think Justin Fields yet is, has the autonomous knowledge where he just knows what's going on. So the reason I don't mind what he said is I appreciate the explanation. Mm. Now, there's a fine line between an explanation and an excuse. There is a very fine line between an explanation and an excuse. But we showed it on tape yesterday. Justin Fields had a wide open Roshan Johnson exactly. down the scene, and he pumped it. Yeah. Now, why would you pump it if you know it's there? Just take the shot. But he pumped it. To me, that's a coach potentially saying, hey, don't throw that down the seam if they're in cover two. Mm. So he's like, oh, are they in cover two? When just let it rip. So that's why, James, I don't mind the explanation, if you will. So basically we're saying that Justin Fields ain't never going to play in this league and have success in this league if, if we're talking like that. 
You've played on a couple teams. I've played on a couple teams. Offenses do not change. Verbiage may change, but offenses do not change. Defenses do not change. They're going to roll to cover two. They're going to roll to cover three. They're going to roll to 33 back or whatever. They are, they are not going to change. You're going to see the same stuff. So with that being said, that's basically saying that, hey, okay, Justin Fields is putting too much on him. The Bears need to switch offensive coordinators or, or dumb it down a little. But that's every offense in the National Football League. Every I played for the Raiders, I played for the Packers, I had a stint with the it's, it's the same. Eli Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, they call them the same plays. They going over the same reads. First, second, third. So for me, if we gonna say that, then Justin Fields is not gonna have no success in this league if he cannot put all that together and go out there and play at a high level. My thought though, Joy, is oftentimes it's about the teacher. Like, I, 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 clearly y'all know, Shady, you, you got kids, so I can't speak to it, but I've heard, though, obviously people would say it's a lie, there are no bad kids, just bad Shh, parents, right? Crazy. I don't know. I can't speak to that. I ain't got none of my own. Take it to my hood. <laughs> <laughs> I have none of my own. But, Joy, when I think about it, I think Justin Fields is talented. Yeah, I think he's talented. So when you see him not play up to the standard, that is why I'm like, I don't know if it's, Fields has to be better, but I feel you in feeling bad for him as well. <laughs> But at the end of the day, he might just not be an NFL quarterback. Mm, I don't want to believe that. I don't want to I don't either. I don't want to believe that. But, there's the, but, but we have to, I am acknowledging yeah. that I don't want to believe that. I'm really not speaking from a place of objectivity right now, America. I'm being honest and transparent about that. I don't know why I get a soft spot for one player a year. It's Justin Fields. Congrats and don't expect sympathy for anybody else. That's just, this is, I'm being honest about it. I think that the Bears do not have success with the quarterback position. I think that because they never have, and the statistics would back me up. I think they drafted three defensive tackles this year in the draft. I don't, I don't know if they needed to do that. I think that they, hired, they fired an offensive coach that was having success with a guy that we don't think is that talented in Mitchell Trubisky and hired a defensive coach when you have a young, developing quarterback. All that being said, to your point and to Shady's point, you got to go play. Like, everybody doesn't get a, a, a soft entrance to the NFL. Everybody doesn't get the best teacher. Everybody doesn't get the best coach. Everybody doesn't get the best situation. You're drafted where you're drafted because you are supposed to go and elevate the situation and make it so that we can see, and there are players like this, where we can see, no, this player is capable of more. They just don't have enough around him. And then let everyone else fight those fights for you. But they kind of did it this year. So th this is the year where we should be seeing some growth. And so I, 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 just, I just see a young, frustrated player. At this point, are you Joy Taylor? I know. I, I know, Shady. Wait, do you give sympathy to Zach Wilson? I, I told you I got one. It's, it's only got this much. <laughs> I, I mean, and, and actually, that's not true. That's not true. We're going to talk about Zach later. I told you Zach gets a pass I, I just, this week. I, I, Next I just, week, he loses to Belichick. He doesn't get a pass. See, that's the problem, though. right? I, I think the problem with a lot of us, a lot of the players, like Justin Fields, people, we like him. Mm -hmm. He shows some talent. He can run around. He makes dudes miss and fancy points. Be going good, but then when we really look at the tape and we watch it and we look at all his excuses, he needs number one receiver. He needs more weapons. That's how everybody talked about that all year last sure, year. Sure. The, the Bears are found them, and then till we you get these players, it's the same results. And now you're telling me because you're thinking too much. Hmm. Listen, brother. I don't know, America, a lot of people probably didn't play in the league, right, because it is hard. But every team, like James has said, is like that. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot of verbiage, a lot of different play calls, and a lot of that type of stuff. And, and if you really watch the game, they are dumbing down the offense. He ain't just got the whole playbook out there. Go out there just and just do your thing. No. They are being conservative and trying to help him out. I got a question, though, for you, though, Shady. It's like, and, and really, for anybody at the desk, it's, uh, what I am, I'm curious. I'm curious. 
I'm curious as to why he's playing so bad. That's why I'm very eager to listen to what he has to say. Can I say this? He's not that good of a quarterback. But here's but but let's take that's, it deeper. That's that's fine to say. Okay, okay, I won't disagree. You can't. But let's let's take it to why. Okay, go ahead. Because right. he has the arm. He has the legs. He's a number one receiver. He's a he number has, one receiver. He, he has he has all. He's a good running game. Sure. So my thought process is why, and to me, what he provided was a very good why. We don't have to agree with it, yeah. but it was a good why. I do think it is a good why, and that's why that's part of the reason why I feel the way that I do for him because he's trying to find an answer yes. for everyone. He's trying to give an answer. I like that he said it's not on the coaches, and that was really like the follow up question mm-hmm. is where he failed in saying that like that's that first explanation is. A reasonable explanation. I've got too much going on in my head. I'm trying to please everybody. Yep. I've, got, I've got voices here. I'm not just going out and playing. And maybe him going out and playing isn't good enough, but at this point, why not try it? But the follow-up question is where he got caught up, saying, okay, it's, it's, it's yep. probably coaching, and then that feels like you're blaming. I also think this year, because of all the pieces that they're added, they've added, they're, they're leaning away from him running. And obviously, he is a prolific runner, so you would like to see if he can throw the ball, but also take advantage of the skill that we know he has and his ability to run. He's dropped back 66 times and only ran the ball on four design run plays. They're not even doing, they're trying to force him to throw the ball, maybe to see if he can, but that's not really a strategy for winning either. So it can't be that, all right, we're going to force him to throw the ball, even though we're not sure if he can, and he's not going to run the ball, which we know that he can, but then it's also going to be all his fault that we're losing, but then it's not really his fault because he's saying that the coaching is confusing. There's just a lot going on here. I'm not saying that he doesn't have to go out and perform because he does, and that's what he gets paid to do, and that's what he was drafted to do, and that's the standard that everyone else is held to. I'm just saying we're talking about it, so maybe there's some explanations. Quarterbacks make the most money because they got to know the most. Yeah. Yes, right. that's true. Period. Right. That's true. No more, no they, less. They, they got to they know the most. Yes, they got to get everybody in the yep. right situation. Yep. I done broke the huddle plenty of times, and Aaron looking at me, and I'm like, yep. I don't know what I'm doing. He <laughs> like, right, though. And he like, give me there. a signal like, this is it. After he gives me that signal, he got to go back to the defense and yep. say, 54 to Mike. Uh, watch. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. And Mike's my Austin, then he yep. know what's going on. Thank too. you. Yeah. Then you got to read the coverage when the play happens. So for That's me, good. My question to you, Acho, is how can we help him? Like, we cannot, as an offensive coordinator, say, one read, run. You're not going to have no success like that against any defenses. So how are we going to help you, Acho? Let's take it away from football for a second. Let's take it away from football because I want all the viewers to have just as much knowledge as everybody at the desk. I put it like this. When you are learning how to drive or you're teaching somebody how to drive and you're on the highway for the first time, I remember I was on the highway for the first time, my pops might say, okay, make sure you use a turn signal. Okay, cool. Okay, make sure you stay two seconds behind the car in front of you. Okay, cool. Okay, if you're going to exit, you got to get into the right lane. Okay, cool. Now, un- until you're a natural driver, you're thinking to yourself, turn signal. Okay, two good seconds. Like, you're doing all of these things based on somebody in your ear coaching you what to do. But we've all drove to work. And when we're all driving to work, we don't have to think about those things because they're automatic now. Right. So now when Shady's tra- changing lanes and the Phantom and the Rolls and the Bentley, whatever he's changing lanes in, it's just boom. He didn't think it's about, a, oh. A <laughs> like, Shady didn't have to think, oh, turn signal. Shady didn't have to think, oh, two seconds behind. Again, I say this to say, like, I've been there 2-5 when a coach is like, hey, Acho, it's third down. Make sure you watch screen. Hey, but Acho, they might run a draw. Hey, Acho, if Shady's hot to the flat, you got to get him. Hey, Acho, if James is runs a dig, make sure you're 12 yards deep, two yards outside hat. Coach, shut up. So Just let so me play. One, did, was it like that in college or no? no. Is, so there's one thing, that's it. There's... Yeah, in college, they don't tell you as much. Okay, and then my second thing is, so if for every player that doesn't play well, they can just go to this. Think about it, though. <laughs> so, man, coaches so much, I can't even think. Because coach didn't tell you to throw a pick on a screen. 
on the screen. You didn't. Yeah. Oh. And it's like, it's like as much as I, I don't want to talk bad about Justin Fields, when I turn on the tape, I got to be honest. Ain't, ain't, coach ain't telling you to throw picks. Coach ain't tell you to hold a ball. That's you. Yeah. He's also not a rookie. Drew's so, third year. Rookies, like, oh, rookies, like, we're not even talking about what's going on with Bryce Young or CJ mm-hmm. Stroud or Anthony Richardson. Because oh, we know they're going to be going through what Justin Fields is going through. Just, just being out there in sheer panic yeah. at the speed and the amount of information that they have to process that's been taken to a step up in the NFL. But Justin Fields is also not a rookie. Yeah, and, that, and that's a really good point. Give me some no fingerprints. Yeah. That's a really good point because year one, you, you driving the car, right? You ain't yeah, on the highway yeah, yet. Yeah. Year yeah. two, you're on the highway. All right, yeah. turn signals, you got all that stuff down. Yeah. Right? We moving now. Yeah. Like, you should know this stuff, right? I promise you, right? I played with Coach Luke when I was in Green Bay for Coach Luke. He ain't saying Justin Fields, he wide open, don't take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like he, he ain't saying that. So, like, yeah. like, what we thinking about? Like, bruh, it's read one. Read two, read three. You know what it's like that at? It's like that with the Raiders. It's like that with the Packers. It's like that with the Colts. It's like that with... Te- it's like that everywhere. Have so y'all ever... Me, let me ask you... Though, if you can't play, you can't play. Let me ask you. Have you ever been in a position uh, uh, where you've been like, hey, coach, shut up, I got it. Have you ever been in that position? Hey, coach, I, shut up, I got I, it. I've never said it, but yes. I, 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 in my head I said that. Yeah, yeah, I got your coach. Man, I'm heat tripping. But like, like, just like, stop talking. Yeah. I got it. Joy, I know you've been in that position because we got to wear the IFB. When you're hosting a show, producer might say, hey, come in, you got this read. Go to break, you got to toss this. Shut up, I got it. Yeah. That's, that's where I think Justin Fields is. Our producers really, are telling us to go to break. Yeah. <laughs> really, really quick, though. Really quick, though. As a young receiver, when I came into the National Football League, in college, if you got a curl route, you run a curl route. It ain't nothing changing. In the pros, Converts. this curl route can convert to a quarter. This curl quick. route can convert to an in route. This curl route to convert to a bunch of stuff, right? So as a rookie, I'm like, Lord have mercy. I'm messing up on a lot of that stuff, right? Sometimes I'm getting it right. Year two, right. I'm like, I got all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wah, 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 yep. Whatever, whatever yep. it is. So for me, like Joy said, you're not a rookie. Yeah. You've been in this thing for a minute now. And like Shady said, we're not seeing no development. I rise for Justin Fields. That's that's why I'm up here talking so much, because I want to see him go out yeah, there and ball. Said, man, I rise for him. I'm like, hurts. come on. But you can't do this, man. You, you can't you, go up and say that. You signed that. You signed that. You signed that. But look, real quick, before you go, I'm blaming you two. What happened? Because y'all are, man, the reason why he's playing so bad and he's in the past is because you feel bad for him, and it's the coach's fault. For real. Oh, okay. That was great. Yeah, when we return, there is no more impactful week three game, really, I think, in NFL history than the week three game coming up between Ooh, the Chargers and the Vikings. Yeah. They're both 0-2. Yeah. If you start 0-3, just a 1% chance you make the playoffs. We got to talk about that next. Remember, check us out every day. Fox Sports Channel, Sirius XM. It's the biggest week three game in history. That's how, long, how long to break? Is the bathroom close? <laughs> bathroom close, Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Let's get to second and short. There is truly no bigger week three game in the history of the NFL, in my mind, than the game between the Chargers and the Vikings. Turn your volumes up, family, because Kirk Cousins, Justin Herbert, they're head-to-head. Both are top ten in passing yards, but it's yet to result in a win. Bring us on camera. i got to paint this picture. Kirk Cousins, his head coach, Kevin O'Connell, in his second year. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, his head coach, Brandon Staley in his third year. Mm-hmm. Both of them are young, bright, blossoming head coaches. Both of these quarterbacks are incredibly high paid. Kirk Cousins, one of the most high paid. Justin Herbert, I think the second or third highest paid. If you start 0-2, there is a 0-3. There is a 1% chance that you make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. One of those teams mm-hmm. is guaranteed to start 0-3, meaning either Justin Herbert will go four years without a playoff win, or Kirk Cousins will once again fall short. Mm. That is what is on the line, I surmise, in this game. Joy, who needs to win it more with all that being said? Wouldn't Chargers, Mike. Wouldn't it be funny if they died? I know. So ruin all of this. So bad. I think it's worse. I think the Chargers need to win more. When I look at the Vikings situation, and maybe it's because I just really don't consider the Vikings to be a team that I'm going to be watching near the end of the season as, as truly competitive. I think they, they, they pretty much proved that last year. We didn't really give them the attention that they were all yelling for, and then what happened in the postseason? It wasn't right? good. It wasn't good. So I, I think more, I guess, of the Chargers as being a team that I expect to contend at the end of the season. I expect to be in the postseason, potentially win a game in the postseason. So for them to start the season 0-3, I mean, the stakes are much higher. I don't see a hot seat with the Vikings at the coaching position. I don't think they're moving off of Kirk Cousins. They're just not in that space. Obviously, they're not going to move off of Justin Herbert. He just got paid. Yeah. But there's a, there's things could look different yes, they in, could. in Los Angeles for the Chargers at the end of the season if it doesn't end with the expectations that they came into the season with. So I just think that the energy around the Chargers is, is much harder. And it's the AFC. Like, the Vikings, as I know the percentage is bad, but the Vikings could pull it together, run it off, and I still think make the postseason, even if they started this way. I think it's too tight in the AFC for the Chargers to come into the season the way that they have if they lose this game. It's absolutely all about the Chargers. They cannot go 0-3. Um, Why not? I'm looking at... Why not? Why not? Why not? You can't I'm, make a I'm, bold I'm, statement. I'm I need break it. it down to you. I'm here for it. I'm looking at Derwin James. I'm looking at Khalil Mack. I'm looking at Bosa. And that's just a couple on the defensive side of the ball. Then I'm looking at Herbert. And I'm looking at Austin Eckler. And I'm looking at Mike Williams. And I'm looking at Keenan Allen. Every single year we come into this thing and we say the Chargers have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Right. You have a stud at the quarterback position. You have studs around them. You got playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. And we in this position again. I'm telling you right now, if the Chargers lose this one, Mm. somebody's going to get fired. And you hate to say it, but we did not come into this season with the Vikings saying, Dalvin Cook, you can go. And we all think the Vikings was going to get to the Super Bowl, especially after losing to the Giants in the playoffs. Yep. Everybody over there is going to be safe. Kirk Cousins might get uh, traded or whatever, but everybody over there is safe, coach included. The Chargers, that ain't the case. If he goes 0-3, he possibly is not going to make it out of this season and finish this season if the Chargers go 0-3. You have everything. It's so many head coaches would love to take this Chargers job. They have everything. And Two all-pro pass rushers, an all-pro safety, really good corners on the, on the offensive side of the ball, an all-pro receiver, a really good one in Mike Williams. You draft one in the first. A really good running back, a Pro Bowl running back in Austin Eckler. What are we talking about? We looking at 0-3? 
And we not only that, we 0-2 because we blew two leagues. Yeah. Two of them. Two of them. So we coming off of last year two where we just blew a lead in the playoffs. Then we open the season and blow two more leads, and we finna look at 0-3? Yeah. Come I'm on, a, man. I'm going to go with the Chargers. And, and the reason why is because even this year, the way they're playing, we haven't seen nothing like this. For example, let's look at these numbers. For first of all, they're averaging 29 points per game. Mm. That's sixth in the NFL, right? They're averaging 150 yards per game rushing. Mm. That's fifth in the NFL. And they're not turning the ball over. Mm. Like last game, he didn't have no turnovers. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, they're running the ball efficiently. The quarterback is being efficient with the ball, no turnovers. And they're putting up points. How are we losing? How are we losing? <laughs> and the NFL, when they come in there, they, 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 they teach you this. We need to get turnovers. We don't want to turn the ball over. We want to rush the ball and we want our quarterback to be efficient. Mm. Okay, we doing all that. We put points up. Why are they losing? The mm. defense. Mm. The defense is ranked 30th in the NFL with 32 points per game. Yeah. That's terrible. So I put a lot of that pressure on the defense. And we, I, we love to talk about Herbert, how great he is, and how there's times where he makes some great plays, but then again, he has some late picks. Mm -hmm. We haven't been seeing that. Mm. So if you have a head coach that's a defensive guy, that should answer all the questions. Now, if they don't win this game like he talked about, Staley may be gone. He might. He may be gone. Somebody has to be special for the Chargers. Chargers got a lot of pressure. Coach Staley, you got to be special. Friend of mine, friend of the show thus, got to be special. Herbert, you have to be special. Versus the Dolphins, you have two timeouts, a minute, 30 seconds left. Got to go down the field. Sack, grounding, sack, sack, at home. Versus the Tennessee Titans in overtime, you won the toss. Go in the game. Incomplete pass, throw away, throw away. Game over. Somebody has to be special. Derwin James, got to be special. Bosa, got to be special. Mac, got to be special. Allen, got to be special. Samuel Jr., got to be special. Somebody has to be special. There is no special. A lot of good. Mm. A lot of good. No special. The last four games for the Chargers, going back to last season, they've lost by a combined nine points. They're good, but it takes special to win in the mm. National Football League. Mm. Before we head to break, oh, it's time for Speak Trivia. Oh, surprise, yeah. surprise. Uh, James, you haven't answered okay. yet, so this one is for you. Who is the last quarterback with three pick sixes through week three of the NFL season. Last quarterback, three pick sixes through week three of the NFL season. Don't answer yet. Oh, wait. When we return from break, I want y'all's answers. Y'all can tweet them at us. And James Jones is going to give y'all the right answer. Hopefully. Hopefully. That's next. I think I know who it is. <laughs> three pick sixes. I think I know who it is. Have you heard about Fox Super 6? It's the free new game on the Fox Sports app that is giving away $10,000 in cash prizes every week. All you have to do is answer six fun, quick questions about this week's NFL matchups. The questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four-player performances. It's fun and, again, free to play. Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My favorite time of the day. Tri trivia, speak trivia. Last quarterback with three pick sixes through week three. Someone tweeted at us that it was Brett Favre, James Jones. You, though, are required to answer. Last quarterback, three pick sixes through week three is... 
I ain't gonna go with B. I'm gonna go with uh, Peyton Manning. I'm gonna go with Peyton Manning. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 2001, oh. Peyton Manning. Oh. James Jones, one for one. Joy Taylor, wow. one for one. What made you say, oh, yeah. man? Huh? When I asked Acho, is it a Hall of Famer or somebody that could be in the I Hall of Famer? I didn't answer. He didn't answer, but he laughed. So I'm like, I'm just going to guess on one of these Hall of Famers. And Peyton Manning, when he was a rookie, he used to throw picks yeah. to everybody. It wasn't rookie Peyton. I know, but he just used to throw picks to everybody. It was on one Peyton. Uh, I was surprised. I was surprised. Well, speaking of struggling quarterback play, we got to move to Cincinnati, y'all. It's time for third and long, third topic of the day. Going the distance for this one. Pitcher Desaires, head coach Zach Taylor. He's a little frustrated right now as the Bengals are 0 in Joe Burrow battling a calf injury. He's questionable to play Monday. I believe their game is versus the Rams. Correct me if I am wrong. No, I've been corrected. It is the Rams. Shady, come to you first on this one because I'm very interested. 0-2 are the Bengals. I said this earlier. I'll continue to reiterate this thing. Teams that start 0-3 America, 1% chance of making the playoffs. Bengals have been to the AFC Championship game the last two years. Yeah. Are the Bengals officially flirting with disaster? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I, oh. I've been there before, man, where, where I counted the Bengals and Joe Burrow out. Oh, yeah, it's true. Man, they 0 oh, 2. Ain't no way they're going to make it. You know, they had hangover, going to the Super Bowl. They can't do it. And sure enough, they were 2 and 3, and then they ran off. They was 10 and 1. Yep. So I've seen them do it. And I don't, know, I don't care what the numbers say, what the stats say. I don't care about that. Joe Burrow and his team, when they get hot, they are special. You talked about being special. Joe Burrow is that. He's a special quarterback. I think he's dealing with some injuries. We'll see how that, that works out. But I can never count out mm. Joe Burrow and them Bengals. This right here is trouble. <laughs> trouble <laughs> for Cincinnati. Listen, 0-3, 1% chance. That's what you said. 1%. And we talking about Joe Burrow not being 100%. So we are questioning not playing him. You know, going out up against a Rams team who's playing really good football. Like, you are staring at an 0-3 start. There is no bounce back from that. Especially when Joe Burrow's calf injury is lingering out there. And you're thinking about, should I put him out there? How he going to look when I put him out there? Because the first two weeks... We can, we can all say, is he thinking about the calf? Because this ain't the Joe Burrow we used to seeing. Mm. You know, so is this something that he's thinking about where he don't really want to get outside the pocket, he don't want to move? Like, this scares me. I'm scared for the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm worried for the Cincinnati Bengals because this is not how they looked even when they were coming off of an 0-2 start and they went on a 10-1 run. This is not how they looked. They have big-time players, and they big-time players ain't showing up. So, man, I'm worried. I don't think they get out of this. I think they're looking at an 0-3 star, especially how the Rams is playing. I think it's done so for the Cincinnati Bengals. So they play Monday night, the late game against the Rams. Uh, to me, it depends on if Joe Burrow plays or not. But we've seen him play the last two weeks. I mean, he had, he had some passes to T. Higgins. They, they didn't get blown out by the Ravens. They just, they just didn't have enough. And they, they might have won that game if everyone was healthy anyway. It's the Ravens. What's concerning to me is the situation that they're in. If... If Joe Burrow isn't healthy, if he doesn't play, and they start 0-3, which we will all assume that they're going to lose if Joe Burrow doesn't play. Maybe they don't. Maybe they squeak it out. But let's assume they start 0-3. And assume that the teams that are winning in the Dolphins and the Ravens keep winning, which I think they will both win this weekend. The Ravens play the Colts, and the Dolphins play the Broncos. I think they both improved to 3-0. So now the gap between the best teams is starting to to stretch a little bit. You got the Bills. I think they're winning this weekend. I think the Jags are going to win this weekend. 
I don't know, you looking at my picks? Maybe maybe I'm not right. <laughs> but that's what I think. We will all end up picking those teams to win this weekend, and I think they will. So the AFC race is just going to be very tight. It's everything we just talked about with the Chargers as well. It's a 1% chance. It's just it's going to start getting away from them. And because they lost the first two games to divisional opponents, that is, is it might be out of reach already. So you're, you're, you're trending towards a wild card spot with teams that are playing much better in those spaces. The Dolphins and Bills, they're in the same division. We think they're both playoff teams. That's another spot gone. So it's more about the fact, to me, that they're in this position. If they were going into this position with one win or, or, or two wins and then they take the to L to the Rams, I'm not as concerned. It's just concerning the position that they're in. 0-3. Oh, to, to me, the Bengals are in an issue primarily because uh, they didn't pick a struggle. They had the opportunity to pick a struggle. Bengals could have chose to be healthy and sorry or good <laughs> and hurt. But they didn't pick a struggle. Mm. Now they're sorry and hurt. Mm. If you didn't start Joe Burrow throughout the first two games of the season, you would have been healthy and you would have been sorry, but you picked a struggle. Mm. If you would have started Joe Burrow and he had played well, you would have been hurt, but you would have been good. Mm-hmm. But now they sorry and hurt. That's mm-hmm. bad math. That's bad You got to pick a struggle. Ooh. And the Bengals are looking at 0-2 like Joy has said, but not only just 0-2 like Joy also said, the Ravens are 3-0 and moving that way if they beat the Colts. So right. now the real dilemma is you're not going to win a division. No. Okay, if you're not going to win a division, you got to start jostling for wild card spots. Okay, the Bills are going to get one of those wild card spots, or the Dolphins mm-hmm. going to get one of those wild card spots. Okay, now you're jostling with other teams like the Raiders, or now you're jostling with other teams in the AFC. Like the Browns who've already beat you. So I find dilemma with the Bengals because in my mind, they did not pick a struggle. Well, the Jets have not either as we move on to the Jets because, well, they just struggling. Zach Wilson, remember, he replaced Aaron Rodgers after four plays opening September 11th with all eyes on the Jets. Well, last week, sacked three times, threw three interceptions, also a fumble. Dalvin Cook, that was. Jets are one and one. NFL analyst Boomer Esiason, he said that they should sign Carson Wentz since he won't be as bad as Wilson. Shady, judging by your facial reaction, you don't like that. What are we talking about? He said do what? Sign Carson. What's the question? I ain't about to. (laughs) Do the Jets need another quarterback? No, not right now. I think it's still safe that Zach Wilson, even though he didn't play great, he didn't play terrible last game, right? I mean, just, I'm just, that defense. I'm with you. I'm with no you. No my thing is because any quarterback playing against that, that Dallas defense won't look good. I mean, we just seen a $160 million quarterback look terrible, terrible mm-hmm. against them with the Giants and, and Daniel Jones. So looking at Zach Wilson, he's still young. They can run the ball extremely well, which I don't understand that their best player on offense, who to me, is uh, Brees Hall. He had four touches. How, how do you do that? A young, struggling quarterback, mm-hmm. and you have a beast in the backfield. You don't run the ball at all with him? I don't understand that part. Me neither. But I think going forward, you, you take his performances, not losses or wins. You take his performances because I think with this defense, you always have a chance to win the game. Yep. Right? And even if you had Aaron Rodgers, you might not even win that game in Dallas anyway. But his performance, if he go goes out there and he's turning the ball over and he looks terrible, then maybe we start, you know what, let's bring another quarterback in. Let's get a veteran. Let's get somebody else. But if not, you roll with him until he messes up. My mama said it's balls in your court. Mm-hmm. Either what you're going to do with it. And I think right now in the situation, put the ball in his court, and if he messes up and has bad performances, then you make a change. JD, I'm going to co-sign what you said. I'm going to give America a hot take. I apologize in advance. I don't think Zach Wilson played that bad against the Cowboys. For two and a half quarters, he did his job. Ten points through the first half, 
He did his job. Daniel Jones had no points through four quarters. Zach Wilson helped give you 10 through the first half. He did his job. Hey, defense, you let the Cowboys march down the field on the first possession, 12 plays, 75 yards. And not only that, y'all don't realize at home it's a little bit of intricacies of the NFL. If a team wins the toss and they choose to receive, they're spitting in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. If a team wins the toss, coin toss, and they say, we want the ball, Give me the rock. they Give are me the spitting rock. in your face. Because what they're saying is, not only do we want the ball, we're going to go score. Mm. You always defer. You always take the, make them take it, then you take it after halftime. So you're going to let them go on a 12-play drive in the first half. Mm. And defense, you're going to let the Cowboys go on a 16-play drive in the first half? Right. Two and, and now you got him throwing a ball. And then yeah. Zach didn't throw his picks till the score was 27 to 10. That's why I don't love box scores. Yeah. Watch the game. Yeah. Yeah. Zach didn't throw his picks till the score was 27 to 10. Mm-hmm. Who fumbled first? Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Yeah. When Michael Parsons took the ball from him. So Zach Wilson gave you through three quarters a winning effort. Once it was 27 to 10, ain't nobody winning that game versus the Cowboys in the fourth quarter. Not that pass rush. It's just not happening. So I don't think they should get another quarterback yet. Mm. Man, Zach is under a microscope. We, yeah. we all know that. Everything is going to be broken down to the T uh, when you talk about him playing. He's not the older quarterback that went out there this weekend and threw some picks. You know, it, it's going to happen. I don't want to panic. I don't want to panic off of him going out there against this Dallas Cowboy defense. But 27 passes and you find a way to throw three picks. I don't care when they come. I don't, I don't care when they come. That's just 27 passes. He was 12 or 27. All right, he only completed 12 passes. We can't win like that. Yes, I wish they would have handed the ball off to Brees Moore, yeah. too, because that takes the ball Thank out of the young right. quarterback's hands. For me, I don't want to panic, but if he finds a way to go out here in New England and throw three more picks, I think you got a hint at the idea to talk about. Yeah. of yeah. bringing in a veteran quarterback if you are trying to continue to go make the playoffs, right? You hear whispers about it's a possibility, Aaron Rodgers. You ain't even going to be able to smell it if Zach keep playing like this. So for me, if he goes out there and it looks like it looked in Dallas where you have three takeaways and you but 12, pause, let me it's ask hard you this, to quick, win like that. Real quick, though, is like, to me, context matters. Yeah. In the sense that if we would have said, hey, the Jets are going to get 10 points in the first half versus the Cowboys. I think we would all say, oh, take that. If y'all were to say, hey, Josh Allen's going to hit, not Josh Allen, Zach Wilson's going to hit Garrett Wilson, Wilson for a 71-yard touchdown. On a slant. I, on a slant. Right. I think we would all be like, hey, you know what? Take yeah. that. Well, if yeah. you were to say, hey, Jets defense, Zach's going to give you 10 points in the first half. C.J. Mosley, Quinn yeah. Williams, yeah. Sauce Gardner, D.J. Reed. They would have been like, oh, no Bet. turnovers? Yeah. Bet. That's just my that's just my stance. Joe, call me crazy. I'm a defender. That's just my stance. It's four quarters though. Yeah. Four of them. Got to play all four of them. Mm-hmm. You do. Russell Wilson had a great first half, bad second half. What happened? Came back, lost the game. Mm-hmm. We can do this every single week. That's how it goes. Some some players play bad through three quarters and then play an amazing fourth quarter and win. But there's four quarters and you, you got to play especially against that team, four good ones. So I'm not going to bang on him for that Cowboys performance because I expected that. I expected the Cowboys to look like that. I expected there to be a lot of takeaways. I said it. He's going to get it. It's going to be hands-on. And that's exactly what it was from the jump, by the way. So I, I'm not going to get upset with him over the Cowboys' performance. However, however, this next game is the, is the determining factor. There was already conversation the moment that Aaron went down about bringing someone else in. And the reason for that is the Jets, because they benched him last year, because they had players wearing Mike White shirts, because 
they went and got Aaron Rodgers to replace their their first round pick in Zach Wilson. So everything that was communicated to us and to the rest of the world and to Zach Wilson, by the way, was that you're not good enough to be the quarterback of this extremely talented team. Now, they're in a situation that is incredibly unfortunate because Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles, that he has to be that guy. But that doesn't mean he's that guy. Now, the Cowboys, I'll give you a pass on. He's a young player. He just went through all of that. He got thrown in against the Bills, miraculously got a win, thanks mostly to Josh Allen and Garrett Wilson's amazing ability. And then, you know, you took one to the Cowboys. Okay, maybe Aaron Rodgers would have two. You're one and one. But now you're up against a divisional opponent that none of us think very highly of. You need to go and beat the Patriots. If you can go and give a good performance against the Patriots, who are a beatable team, then... We're on to something. But if you can't beat the Patriots, we have to start having conversations about bringing someone else in. Or, or just stop pitching me that this is a team that's actually trying to make the playoffs. But the thing was, Zach Wilson, is that you have to play a particular game for him to win. You do. So, Thank so, you. So when, I, when you talk about the picks, right, and it's four quarters, I get that. But the way that it happens, so like if you have to drop him back every, every play, you can't win like that. Yeah. You got to put the running back in there, right? The, 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 the way they, they, they win is they play good defense, like they did against the Bills. They run the ball extremely well. And here and there, we need Zach to convert the passes the same way the Niners did with all these other quarterbacks other than Brock Purdy. It's the same formula. Mm-hmm. And when I watched the Dallas Cowboy game, they didn't follow that. No. They actually let him go out there and just... But, here- but the problem is good teams are going to make you play a different version of football than you want to play. They let them and do that. are you able to match that energy and still win the game even though you have to get off of your game plan? <laughs> and good players can. The reason why the Niners, to your point, mm-hmm. can play the way that they play is because of that. Until they get to the big game, and what happens? They lose because they need a quarterback that can shift into a different dimension, and they didn't have that. But here's, here's my thought process. James, I know you want to get in here as well. My thought process is if the Jets are going to win, their defense has to be elite. Got to be elite. DJ Reed or whoever was saying, we want to be like the Seahawks defense, always elite defense. Their defense was not elite. If the Jets are going to win ball games, their defense has to be elite. The Cowboy, I was going back and re-watching the game because I was thinking about what you are saying, Shady. Like, they didn't run the ball. So many people said that. But if you run the ball, the Cowboys are like, oh, good luck. The only reason they scored Garrett Wilson on that 71-yard touchdown run was because the Cowboys had eight men in the box. Yeah, we talked about that on the show before. Yeah. And the Cowboys linebackers, as soon as they said hut, downhill, mm-hmm. we don't care what's happening. That's the only reason they scored on that slant. So in my mind, the Jets are not winning football games with their defense allowing 75-yard touchdown drives, with their defense allowing 30 points, with their defense allowing 27 points without turnovers, right? Remember, before Zach Wilson threw three picks, defense had already allowed 27, none of which were Zach Wilson's fault. Dalvin Cook fumbled. And so that's just my thought is like, there is a brand of football that has to be played. Now, the only issue I have with this week, and eventually you can't keep giving Zach passes, but I'm like, man, I saw what the Patriots did to all pro Jalen Hurts. And I saw what the Patriots did to Tua. Like, Tua looked real mere mortal-ish. Now, still two for 266, I think. Touchdown interception. But, like, I'm like, yeah. got to run that ball, though. Yeah. Run that ball. The Jets have and, lost 14 straight to the Patriots. Yeah. And, and for me, though, to piggyback off Shady's point, you're not about to win games as, as, by, as the Jets by two scores. Yeah. You are going to win games by field goals. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, if they go 
four drives, 75 yards on our defense, they earn this W. <laughs> you, you, but that's how we're approaching this game. We're going to play smart. We're not going to turn the ball over. Zach, if it's not there, run or throw the ball away. I don't care if you take a sack. We're going to punt. If Mac Jones goes 75 yards, 80 yards consistently on our defense, right. then that means we are supposed to Come lose on. that game. Come on, But now. we are going to win games 17 to 14. That's it. That's it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But if we turn the football over and put our defense in short fields, whether it's fumbles, right. whether it's interceptions, whatever it may be, we're not, we, we are not a team with like Zach that. Wilson able to recover from that. So going into the game, how smart can we be? How simple can we make this game plan? Let's run the ball. Let's get Zach to third and manageable. Yeah. Let's throw some quick game. If he don't convert, let's punt it. Yeah. If they go 75 yards, they go 75 yards. But hopefully our defense can get some takeaways. But you're going to win games by three. You're going Look up at the fourth quarter, like, dang, okay, we got a chance, one score. Hey, what what quarter that was that when uh when um, Sauce Gardner dropped that pick six? Second quarter? It was earlier. Think about that though, like like earlier. like like on defense, we put you out there because that's you are our main thing. That's what you are. You're our main thing, and like a, a play that you have to make when, when our best or second best player on defense, he makes that play. The game is different. I'm not saying they win the game, yeah. but it's, now you it's put different. a little pressure on the Cowboys. Yes. Yeah. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Even if you yes. give your, if you give your team short field right yes. there. Yeah. Now, that's but what they need to do. That's where I'm at. That's how they win. That's the only way they that's can how they win. win. That got to be better, but that Jets defense, if they going to do anything, right. they got to be better. Shady, I hope you've been stretching. I hope you've been stretching. Well, crazy work. Oh, I forgot. When we return, oh, America. It's everybody's favorite segment. Let me get it's ready. It's time for crazy work. LaShawn McCoy going to highlight the best plays <laughs> from the weekend. Go ahead. Go ahead, get ready. Go ahead, get ready. <laughs> What's up, Trace? I'm ready to do it. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. This is called giving out crazy, crazy, crazy work. Can we see it? I can't wait. LaShawn McCoy! Put that sweet feet. Stop, excuse me. Look at the footwork. Oh, my God. That's Ooh. called crazy work. Ooh. Oh, it's still good. Get off of me, little boy. Did you see the moves? Left, right, left, right. This is God-given. He can run around you. He can run through you. Do know you are not <laughs> catching that boy. It's a bad, bad man. That's crazy work. Yo, turn the volume up because it's time to turn the vibes up. It's time for Crazy Work, America's favorite <laughs> segment, 2-5. Get us started, Let's man. turn it up. Crazy Work. Everybody gets our Crazy Work every week. We're going to put you on here and show you some love. But we're going to number three today, right? Now, this guy can win it every year. He's a rookie. That's why you take him in the top 10. John Robinson. Look at this Thank dude, you, boy. Now. I haven't seen a running back give out Crazy Work since... You know what it is. <laughs> anyway, check him out, though. He don't look at the defender. He just fails him. Pause. And he makes a miss. The moves like this, you, you can't teach him. Check him out. Slow motion. Woo. You see me, now you don't. Okay, you see me, now you don't. That's how good this kid is. He's super talented. He's our crazy work. I'll tell you what. He's going to bring the running back market back. But we got a number two. Who it's, not a running back. it's not a wide receiver. It's a quarterback. Bro, 
Bryce Young. Is anybody open? I don't think so. Let me make it happen myself. The cool thing about this run right here is, number six is embarrassed. I know he is. But look, the thing is, he doesn't look at you. You can't look at the guy. Oh, boom, hey. If you don't look at him, they don't know. And when they look, they miss. But he's not the winner. Who's the winner? Who's the winner? I'm going with Saquon Barkley. Now listen, Daniel Jones, you might have got $160 million, but you don't get the, the game winning ball. He does. Check my boy out. New York, he got New York on his back. They had a slow week last week. They went to Arizona and got us busy. Hole was closed. He made a spin move, jumped out of it, broke a tackle, and got that first down. Saquon Barkley, I know you're hurt right now, but get healthy because you know why? You might need, in the, in the training room, I know it gets cold in there. You got the ice on your ankle. You might need a crazy work yeah. hoodie, and we got it for you, Saquon. You yeah. got them big arms, pause, and we got the hoodie for this special large. New York City, now take care of me. Show some love to speak. A lot of love for Saquon Barkley. Get healthy, brother. We need you. Get, Get healthy, it. Saquon Barkley. Two five. I see Bryce Young in there. I, I almost, see you, Shady. I, I see you, Shady. You. Well, well done. done. Well hit, done. Hit the chat like uh, he, he a little crazy work. But he I, almost I, got I, it. I want to overstep. He was close. He almost got close. He close. He hit him with that. Saquon, he went the spin move and jump back out and jump back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't teach that. Saquon Barkley and the Giants. They play the 49ers tomorrow. Now Saquon is out for the game, but we got to talk about the Niners because they're two and zero. They are rolling. James Jones has a lot of good teams in the NFC, surprisingly. Yes, sir. I think there are six 2-0 teams in the NFC, if I'm not mistaken. Something along those lines. So, seven 2-0 teams in the NFC. It's a lot. James, do the Niners need to make a statement against the Giants tomorrow? No, the Niners just need to keep pace. They just need to win. That's it. Get the W. Right? We got the big one coming up. I'm sure that's circled on everybody's hey. calendar. The oh. Cowboys is coming Ooh. up. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys is coming up. So, I mean, you're going to play them. Ain't no need to make a statement and try to win this by 30. Just go out there, do what the 49ers do, get the W, right? Because for me, the Eagles, the Niners, and the Cowboys – Home field advantage is going to mean a lot this season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you just want to stay afloat. You want to keep getting these W's, however they may look, and put yourself in a position to get home field advantage. I don't want to hear all that, that, that positivity over there. <laughs> they no, listen, they need a big statement. The, now, the Cowboys played the, 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 uh, the Giants, and it was 40 0. I keep hearing how the Niners got the best defense in football, yep. but then I look on TV, I hear speak, I hear my partners, they saying the, the Cowboys, Cowboys got the craziest defense in the uh, NFL. Uh -huh. And only could be one. <laughs> you only can start one match. So, so Nick Bosa, uh. I'm calling you out. Right, who's your, who's your Fred. favorite? Fred Warner, you're oh, no. on you out. What's I gonna do? Everybody keeps talking about the, how, how the Cowboys shut down the Giants 40 0. What's y'all gonna do? And yes, you need to make a statement because if you don't, they gonna keep talking but about. But Shady, that Parsons. game's coming up though. They gonna have, they yeah, gonna be able listen, to make a statement listen, on listen. the same field after, against each after other. Joy Taylor, in my line. After the Cowboys beat the heck out of the Giants, you know what they said? They said we put the NFL on alert. Mm -hmm. That was a statement. Why not do the same? Mm. So they need forty nugget. <sighs> they might need fifty burgers. <laughs> they might need fifty burgers. These other horses will be watching. Nick Bosa, you, you might have won. He was last year. That's going to be tough. <laughs> and look, enjoy. We need extra cheese on the 50 burger. Oh, extra, extra cheese. Extra cheese. fries. Holla. And if you like pork, put a little bacon on that no thing. No milk. <laughs> Uh, on, my original opinion was that I don't need a statement. Just win. What is it? Just win, baby. Just win, baby. That's it. Just Rob win, Harvey baby. Rob isn't losing games. We're not putting him in bad situations to make mistakes. They don't look as dominant as the Cowboys. But. But, but, but. But, but. Put that but, but, but in there. Giants are going to be without their best player. Mm. That don't matter. Mm. 
Gee, hell, man. I'm saying, like you're saying that they need to make a statement. This yeah. this would be an added thing for the Niners to make a statement. You don't you don't have Saquon Barkley. They lost by 40 with Saquon. Right, right. To start the season, I don't know. I'm torn now. I just know I just know they better I, I not lose. I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they need to make. I don't think they need to win by 50. I don't think they need to not let them score. But if it looks a little sketchy and it's a little close, we're going to catapult the Cowboys That's, to the next level. And you home. What I will say, though, they don't look as dominant as the Cowboys. They look they dominant, not. but not as dominant right. as the Cowboys. On, right. on defense. Sure. Because offense. Okay, okay, okay yeah, come hold on. on. <laughs> because your mortgage on the line right now, we're going to see it in a couple weeks, but Ooh. your mortgage on the line right now, you're going Cowboys Niners. Cowboys. I'm going Niners. Because they both play well on both sides of the ball. I, I wouldn't tell Fred, but I'm going with the Cowboys. Oh, come on. I'm going with the fool. Yeah. You know why? Because the Niners will not drop that pick six. True. Well, let me, let, me, let me weigh in. Let me weigh in. Let me weigh in. Personally, the Niners need to make a statement. For me. I'm with y'all. Just win. <laughs> for but you. for Emmanuel Acho, I need the Niners to make a statement. Okay. Because, like, I'm assessing football today to try to predict outcomes tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy did not look great last week against nope. the Rams. Brock Purdy didn't look great in the playoff game against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy has missed several throws. But because the Niners win, we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Right? The victor paints the I story. That. I that. Yeah. But remember what happened in the Super Bowl versus the Chiefs. Jimmy G just missed one pivotal throw. Mm-hmm. One pivotal throw that I saw Brock Purdy miss a couple times last week. Jimmy G misses Emmanuel Sanders, and many people say that was the difference in the ballgame. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Brock Purdy today mm-hmm. to try to predict what will happen tomorrow. So the reason the Niners need to make a statement is not because, oh, if they don't win, if they don't win, they won't win the Super Bowl. No, it's more so, Brock, fix your errors right now so we don't have to condemn you down the line. It's more so, hey, your defense, y'all have given up one too many drives that don't look good. Mm-hmm. Cowboys have had one bad play, not even one bad drive. They've had one bad play. Garrett Wilson, 71 yards. The Niners have had about four to five defensive drives that I would like to have That's back. That's true. That is true. So they don't need to make a statement because, like James said, like Joy said, just win. Mm-hmm. But when I'm really analyzing the data, I need them to make a statement because the Cowboys do look better right now. And more than that, Brock Purdy, you're missing throws. We don't care right now because y'all winning games. But there will come a day where we will care about that post you miss, about that bang gate you miss, about that go ball you miss. There will come a day and fix it now. The only thing that matters to me is a W because the team's on the schedule. I remember... What was this? 2000. I think this is the year the Broncos <clears throat> won the Super Bowl. We both started off 7-0. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Monday Night Football. We watching film like they ain't like us. You know, saying we finna, we finna go out there, we finna dominate these boys. A couple teams we played, same Mutual opponents. opponents yep. You know, we like, oh, we beat them by this much more. We got out there. Hoo-wee! Them boys got on our head. DeMarcus Ware, Von Miller got on our head. And we like, we not like them. So the only one that matters is the head-to-head. Is the head-to-head. Yeah. That's it. It don't matter how I look until you get to that one. But then you speak of Brock Purdy on offense, right? You don't, you don't speak about the, the Cowboys' offense. I, I learned that first. So now everything we talk about now is all about, the, def- oh, no, it's about the defense of the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I learned that. But my, my thing is Brock Purdy didn't play great last game. He didn't. They yeah. won the game. He didn't play great. He made some plays, but he missed a lot. Of course. He missed the, um, the slant and goal. Mm-hmm. Um, he missed the uh, overround. He missed a couple of them. A couple but, of them. But the game before that, he hit all of them, he hit all of them mm-hmm. right? And I think the difference is between the Niners and the Cowboys is that you speaking on Brock Purdy because they actually are opening up the offense a little bit. Yeah. You watch the Cowboys, it's super conservative. My issue is when you play against a team that's only allowing 15 points per game, who are the 
Niners. When you're looking at a team that's only allowing 65 yards rushing, who are the Niners, it's third, it's second and third in the NFL. Then what happens when you need to see a pass from Dak Prescott? Because you only talk about the, the passes from Brock Purdy because he's actually throwing it deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now when you look at the Cowboys, when we need this brother to, to, to throw the ball, we see what he does when he, when, he, when, he, when he throws the ball. That's a good point. I guess it's a great point. <laughs> How are you going to compliment yourself after I Oh, I was saying, because I, mean, I just want to hear the answer. I guess my thought process is this. I don't know what Brock Purdy is capable of, but based upon film, I'm like, ah, Brock, I don't like that. With Dak, we kind of know Dak's ceiling and we know his limitations. So there's really no necessarily point in speaking of Dak because we've seen six playoff games. We've seen a sample size. I think he's two and four in the playoffs. We've seen it. But, 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 but this scary team that you guys talk about, we talking about not talking about all that old stuff. We talking about right now. Yeah. And we talking about right now, there's nothing you can tell me about Dak Prescott as a so quarterback got, playing right now. I got a question for you, Shady. You taking Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott? As a that's, quarterback. That's an easy one. Right now, today? Yeah. I'm taking Brock Purdy. I'll take Brock. I'm taking Brock. That's an easy, that's an easy one. That's like a layup. Brock, it's not easy for me. You are taking Brock Purdy over Dak Prescott. Today? Not, not, not resume. We talking about today, right? I'm just talking about today. Oh, man. You're taking oh, Brock man. Purdy over Dak Prescott. As a better quarterback in the National Football League, you're taking Brock Purdy over this? Dak Washington. Prescott. If you switch him, this is, this is good. If you switch him. Oh, my gosh. If you switch the quarterbacks on the teams, I feel like the Cowboys will be a better, no, be a better team. No, sir. And if you put Dak on the Niners, I don't think they're a better team. Acho, you, I'm just telling y'all. You're ranking y'all. quarterbacks. Say, I don't care what, what the order. You're putting Brock Purdy ahead of Dak Prescott? I think he said yes. If, hmm. if you say, I, mean, you ask him again. I, I don't want to bring up old stuff, but. If you say rank them, I'd probably rank Dak higher. Yeah. Well, but, let me, so, but let me provide my answer. Let me provide my answer. When I think about Brock Purdy, right now Brock Purdy is undefeated. In any game that Brock starts and he finishes, they win. To me, that matters. I also think Brock Purdy has had multiple two-touchdown games that he has won. No quarterback in the history of the NFL has started their career with seven straight two-touchdown games that he's won. Every game Brock starts and he finishes, Brock and the Niners win. Well, the some. Brock started against Dak Prescott. The Cowboys' defense played well. The Niners' defense played well. Exactly. The difference in that game was Brock didn't turn the ball over. So the only reason I'm giving you that answer isn't because of body of work, but I'm just saying if you look at what Brock has done, there is not enough evidence to say I would take somebody over Brock. Because Brock hasn't done anything to let you down except get hurt. Come on now. He's done, the only thing he's done to let you down is get hurt. Joy got to answer. So, so Brock, I think Joy got to answer so for Brock you, Brock Purdy, your number one quarterback in the National Football League, just because he's winning? No. Well, they, hit, they went head-to-head, and one did but I, another one. For the Niners, right, because I, I think about what role are you being asked to play. For the Niners, I love Brock Purdy. That's why I'm like, Brock, I'll say it like this. I'll say it like this, and I'll shut the heck up. Brock is better for the Niners mm. than Dak is for the Cowboys. That's we, awesome. Can we, we, I think so we have one more person, person got an answer for you. Joy, go. Well, well, I mean, I said I was just going to bring up old stuff because old stuff is the stuff that really matters to me. And in the postseason, mm. that's, that's how it went. Now, it's a new year. It's, it's a new, new year. year. Cowboys have new pieces. They have some better pieces. They look really good. And so do the Niners. And I got to say, as excited I, as I am for this upcoming matchup in week five, it still ain't the postseason, so it'll be fun for us. But what is really going to determine, and unfortunately we're not there yet, so we don't know the answer, for both of these teams, how dominant they are, we'll get the answer in the postseason. Because that's what, that's what great teams get measured by. We know Dallas can win a lot of regular season games. Done it, done they it, do it. That's what they done do. it, done it, done it, done it. Do it in the postseason. I, I want this. Uh, James, take it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. James, answer because you, you've listened to all our answers and obviously you're disgruntled, but I you trust and respect I'm, your you football opinion. <laughs> why, not where, I know where you're going. Tell me yeah. why you're going there. Why is Dak, and then, and then nobody else respond, I'll take it a break. Why is Dak, I won't say a word. <laughs> why is Dak better than Brock in your mind? 
Dak Prescott is better. Dak Prescott is more proven. Dak don't lose games neither. That, that, that's, what pe- that's what people is failing to realize, what? right? The, we, I'm, I'm going to take it to break. But the Niners ain't won a Super Bowl in a long, 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 long time, too. And neither has the Dallas Cowboys. But Dak Prescott is a winner. You talking about winning? Yes, he has slipped up in the playoffs. So has the Niners. Like, Brock Purdy ain't won the Niners a Super Bowl. He ain't took the Niners nowhere that Dak Prescott ain't took the Cowboys. And Dak Prescott consistently wins more every time he is out there. That is why I'm taking Dak Prescott. I'm not even going to talk about the talent level of the quarterbacks because that's easily Dak Prescott. I mean, one guy's... Hey, 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 I said nothing. My bad, my fault. Thank you for your thoughts, James Jones. (laughs) When we return, it is the story that has shaken up the sports world. Justin Fields this morning at the presser called out his coaches, and then the Bears defensive coordinator suddenly resigned. It is drama in Chicago. We're going to break down, is the Bears season at all salvageable? Y'all have to return for this conversation. Hey, Cowboys wearing the NFC Championship game. Hey, hey James. <laughs> they did play they some They did play Harper hits one in the air, looks back, and goes! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep, Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody, not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, the drama with the Bears is brewing. Got to get back to Justin Fields as we are in overtime. 0-2 start. Y'all know that by now. But earlier today, Justin Fields, he addressed his struggles. And boy, you have to listen to this. I wasn't necessarily playing my game. Uh, Felt like I was kind of robotic and... You know, not just not 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 playing like myself. So, um, you know, um, my goal this week is just to you know say effort and just go out there and you know play football how I know how to play football. And um, that's not uh, that includes uh, thinking less and just going out there and you know uh, playing off of instincts rather than just of you know so much so to say info in my head, data in my head, and literally just going out there playing football. I just think when you know. You're fed a lot of information um, at a point in time, and you're trying to think about that info, like when you're playing. It's like it doesn't let you play like yourself. Overwhelmed with the information, Justin Fields says, takes a shot at the coaches, but then later on in the locker room, he says, hey, I wasn't blaming the coaches at all. This on me. I need to play better. But then in an even shockingly breaking information, Alan Williams, defensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears, resigns after two games. Keep in mind, Alan Williams, Matt Eberflus on the same coaching staff back with Indianapolis Colts. So that's shocking as well. Shady chaos with the Bears. Is their season salvageable? Mm-mm, it's a wrap. Uh-huh. You know what? The D coordinator, he's a smart man. You know why? We should figure out why did he quit? Why did he quit? I found out why he quit. The quarterback throwing picks can't really do much. Same, same results we did last year. He's like, you know what? We're going to get fired anyway. Let me just get out of here early. Let me have a vacation, vacation early. A bay vacation. You think they call it? Bay vacation? Okay. This is my thing with Justin Fields. As I watch this, this press conference, you need to take accountability. You're not playing well, right? And you want to blame on the coach. You might be thinking too much and et cetera. But you've been sacked 99 times in 27 games, right? The season just started. So this is what you've been doing last year. 
throwing picks, not throwing the ball well. That was all last year. It's happening the same thing this year. You can't blame everything on the coach. At some point, you got to say, listen, man, I'm out here playing. I got the ball in my hand. I can run or I can throw. Yeah. You got all the power you need. So the, the, the look at these excuses, I'm tired of it. But let's dive deeper, though. The deeper dive is this. Oh, I can't name an Ohio State quarterback that was really, really good in, 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 or was really, really bad in college. You don't see it. They all be really, really good in college. They get to the pros, and you don't see it. Mm-hmm. The last one I could think of that was really, really good as a quarterback in the NFL from Ohio State was Tyrell Pryor, and that was only a couple games in with the wide receiver. He got paid as wide receiver. Really good. So, I mean, he was, he was good as a wide receiver, but he had a good, a good year or two as, mm-hmm. a, as a quarterback. My only thing is this. We need to update our information, and that is we need to stop going out there and getting quarterbacks from Ohio State. <laughs> C.J. Stroud, I hope he does well because he's still a young quarterback, and I think he's pretty good. Um, I had a chance to talk to uh, Marvin Harrison. His son is, is obviously yeah. going top-tier pick this year coming up. Yep. And I was like, How, what's going on with C.J. Stroud? He said, oh, he's really, really good. He's young. He's going to be talented. So I took his word for it. Yep. But he's young, so I won't count him. But everybody else, we need to stop going to Ohio State to get these quarterbacks because obviously they cannot play. Yeah. Uh, this is so much happening. Um, Let's keep it real, Jordan. Let's keep it real. <laughs> I see on your paper. Take the feelings out of it and, and speak with your heart. Okay. I see on your paper you got his over. My palms are sweating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, so, like, I, they got the Chiefs this mm. week. Yeah, that's, 3 That's, 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 a, guess, that's a good win. Yep. Going to be 0-3. 0-3. They got the Broncos next week. Oh, that's tough. Maybe that's, that, 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 maybe that's a winnable game. Maybe that's 50. maybe that's when the Broncos get their, their first win. 50-50. I mean, it, it, it's not the worst schedule if you were a competitive football team, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's, it's tough to make an argument, really, if, in any of these games. The problem is, it's not just that Justin Fields is playing bad. The defense isn't playing well. Mm-mm. They're 31st in scoring defense, 29th in total defense, 16th in rush defense, 27th in pass defense. Offensively, they're 19th in pass blocking, 27th in run blocking. This just isn't really a good team. Mm. And then you're adding on to it the struggles that Justin Fields is having that have carried on year to year with him. I think the biggest, the biggest frustration for me with Justin Fields is what Shady said. We're not seeing any growth, mm. whether it is because of coaching, whether it is because of scheme, whether it is because they're giving him too much, whether it is because it's not clicking, whether he didn't have talent to throw to the first two years. Mm. There's just all these things. And after a while, as you know, you just got to go play. You just got to go be good. And maybe that's what he's saying he's going to try to do. I don't know if I would suggest trying that against the Chiefs, but this is where we are, and that's who's on the schedule. So maybe that is what he's going to lean into. Overall, it just doesn't feel like – it feels very grim for the Bears, and it doesn't feel like there's anything that I can, I can hook to. The Chargers are owned to, but Justin Herbert is great. They have a great team. They have proven great players. Mm. You have teams that are owned to, like the Bengals. They were in the AFC Championship game last year. We don't really feel this level of panic. It feels – Panicky for the Bears. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at your uh, paper. It's over, uh, number one. Number two, it's a five-win team. If we just keeping it 100, what we're seeing with our own two eyes watching the tape, right? We broke down Justin Fields 24-7. He's not seeing the stuff the right way. This is a five-win team. They got five wins written all over them. I don't know where the five wins is coming from, but they them. got five wins written all over them. And Joy touched on it. You are giving up. 33 points a game. So you're struggling on offense, and you're giving up 33 points a game 
on the defensive side of the ball. You are not going to win too many football games like that. This here is over for the Chicago Bears. Um, I played against the Bears a long time. Played, they had some good teams. They had some bad teams. This is one of the bad teams. Yeah. They will win five games, and that's just what the tape shows. Wait, that's wait. Every Sunday they've been out there, that's what it's showing. Right? That's, what, that's what I'm trying to see. I see one. Commanders, maybe. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. My, bad. Feels, My bad, Joey. Three wins. Will he be the starting quarterback next year for the Bears? Not, not, like, this. not, not like this. No. I don't think no. so. I think he'll somewhere, but it just not with Matt Eberflus as a no. coach. Not the way. And you had to take a step up this year. He's in, he's in his third year. This is the year that you have to show growth. Whether it's your fault or not, this is the year. It's his fault. It's his well, we will go from an 0-2 team to the 2-0 teams. Nine teams are currently undefeated, but it's only been two weeks, y'all. We can't overreact. We're going to break down for y'all which of the 2-0 teams are for real and which are for fake. Dolphins, Cowboys, Eagles, Niners, Saints, Bucks. Let's talk about it. If you walk away, run back next on Speak. Hey, college football fans, this is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games, the theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, family, we are in our hurry-up offense. Get this, there are nine teams currently that are 2-0 in the National Football League, but which are for real? And what's your imposters? We're going to get right to it. Talking all nine of them. Y'all better lock in. This is about to be fun. James Jones, let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. They for real or not? Come on now. Come on now. Next question. Realer <laughs> than real, real. Realer than real, real. Cowboys, absolutely real. Shady, this will be just as easy for you to answer. The Philadelphia Eagles, two and no. Two tough ones. They for real or not? This is an obvious one. Yes, they're for real. Real on offense and real on defense. Okay, let's finish yeah, with, with all the favorites, okay? Because obviously, Joy, Dolphins, Joy, Dolphins for real or not? Yes, they have a top offense led by Mike McDaniel, the boy genius. They're ranked third in scoring, first in total offense. And the last time they ranked t- top ten in both of those was Marina and Sh- Marino and Shula. Now it gets interesting, James, because your former head coach uh-huh. don't coach the Ravens. So are the Ravens for real or not? I'm going to say yes. Uh, Lamar Jackson, right, they still oiling that thing up, right? They're trying to see what they're trying to get to, what formations, what uh, personnels they like. But one thing they do have, that's defense. They only allow 75 yards rushing, 200-plus yards on offense. They're going to be for real. Shady, Niners, we all know what time it is. They for real or for fake? They for real. I mean, they got the second-best quarterback at NFC and Brock Purdy. They're running the ball extremely well with Christian McCaffrey playing good defense. It's the 49ers. I mean, this is what they do. Okay, we got about two and a half minutes left, so I'm going to pause for a moment and give y'all time to think about this because now it gets difficult. Now we're talking about the Commanders ain't won a playoff game in God knows how long. Saints ain't won a playoff game in God knows how long. Bucks, they just won a Super Bowl, but Tom Brady ain't there no more. And the Falcons, y'all know the last time we seen them, they were blowing 28-3 to leads. So, Joy. Mm. Commanders. They beat the Broncos. They're 2-0. But are they for real or not? I'm sorry to say it, but I think they are not for real. real. They rank 19th in total offense and 28th in third down offense. They convert just 31.8% of the time. League average is 39.5. And they've already allowed 10 sacks already. So I don't know if this is sustainable. Not sustainable. Okay, James Jones, before you go crazy on these Saints, I know Derek Carr, your homeboy, I get all that. But the Saints, have they really proven enough to you to be for real a tight one with the Titans week one? And then they beat Bryce Young and the Panthers week two. They for real? 
Yeah, they just beating who on their schedule, but they not winning in dominant fashion, though, like some of these other teams in the NFC and AFC is winning in dominant fashion. But I'm going to say they are for real, strictly because they do not have the best player on their football team on the field yet. He's going to be out one more game in Alvin Kamara. When he gets back, this offense will change. And defensively, we already talked about it. Ten straight games, nobody even touched 20 points on these boys. That is a good football team. They are real. Shady, you won a Super Bowl with the Bucs, but Tom Brady is no longer there. Mike Evans is, however, Bucs for real or not. The Bucs are for real. Ooh. I mean, the defense is back to balling. Getting after the quarterback, making sacks, turn, getting turnovers. And on the offensive side, Mike Evans is playing like Mike Evans. Throw it up. I'm going to get it. I'm going to score. And then I got to get some credit to Baker Mayfield. He's not turning the ball over, and he's playing well. He's being very efficient at quarterback. He's balling. So, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. And I did pick them to win the division. Three undefeated teams in the NFC South. Falcons, Saints, Bucks. Joy, let's round it out with the Falcons. Are the Falcons for real? We know that division is going to be tight. I think they are. Let's look at their schedule. Their schedule is nice. Like, it lines up. We know that they can run the ball. Obviously, Bajan Robinson, their fourth in rushing offense. They have just one giveaway through two games. They have a top 10 defense. And like I said, the schedule is, 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 is looking nice. Desmond Ritter has looked competent. I think it's going to come down to a very, 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 very close NFC South. But I, I think the Falcons are for real. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Okay, when we return, we got to transition a little bit. Because all eyes have been on Dame Lillard. But you got to hear what he had to say about joining the Warriors. I was shocked, startled, if you will. That's next on Speed. All right, family, in our two-minute drill. Well, Dame Lillard's status in Portland is up in the air, but we know he's not going to the Warriors. Dame said he'd rather, quote, lose every year before I go. You're from the Bay, James. You already know how we get it down, man. Hey, we ain't trying to join the best. We trying to beat the best. That's how that's how Dame is raised, man, from the Bay Area. So I'm with him on this, right? And with, then when again, we all seen the backlash that KD got, even though you won, even though you was MVP, you joined the best team, you joined the Warriors and won. And now what is everybody saying? Can't do it without Steph, can't do it without that. Dame, like, no, I'm trying to beat the best. So I'm going anywhere else. Or I lose for the rest of my life before I join the Warriors. I'm with you. A Warriors producer in my ear, Cough <laughs> Colvin, reminded me that Dame is 0-10 versus the Warriors That's in the playoffs. That's fine. Yeah. I, I think it's Even just, more reason not to join I think it's just about the KD thing. It, it, it's a, a player the caliber of Damian Lillard would get the same reaction that KD got, which is silly. He won two championships and was finals MVP, and people still think it's fraudulent. So I think he would lose respect that. if he went to the Warriors. I love Dame, though, but, I mean, he's kind of right because he has been losing this every year. Because he didn't join a good team. It's time to go on a good team. No, we can see you. No, put you on. We deserve to be there. Name is that dude. And we would Appreciate y'all tuning in. Same time tomorrow. He's going to lose. Peace. In Portland.